Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Nerd Shit Live. I am your host, Pat Naparano. With me, as always, my co-host, Dan Kilkenny, Nick McFly, and Mike Burke. Everybody, give them a round of applause. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Here we go. I just want to say, everyone is looking extra cute today. I just want to throw that Ooh, one thank out you. There, top of the right show. Back at you, thank you. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah, I'm going for I the also, Boris Johnson look. I also look, want to so. say... Again, we had. I, I love how it's like the show starts. You're like, it's just Pat going. All right, we're going live in three, two, and then it comes in. Wait, really? <laughs> like yep. live? Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. Because all right, we'll figure it out afterwards. It's a little bit of behind the scenes magic for y'all. We'll fix that in post. Sure, yeah. fix it in post. <laughs> all right, boys. So, how is everyone's? Horror film movie week. I think I said that Two right. Weeks. Two weeks, yeah, I guess. Well, you guys, Two weeks. I, me and Dan saw A Quiet Place last weekend. You guys saw it this weekend, and I'm you watched saying, The Conjuring. It's been two weeks since we did a show. Oh yeah, that's true. It, oh, that's it, true. Yeah, that's it's true. like it's nice having time off, but also it is like I was like, God damn, like it feels such it feels a lo- good to be back. Like I never, I did not open Streamlabs once. When I was not doing a show or was not preparing for one, <laughs> it was a good feeling. You were just relaxing, forgot it existed. Yeah, it's and true. Actually, I did. Just, just like the founding fathers intended. Oh, oh. zing. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Got some news for you. I got some news for you, motherfuckers. Okay. And I think I Nick, news. you have you have some news for me as well. What? Uh, okay. <laughs> We're just going to get started. So, uh, God of War Ragnarok was delayed to 2022. Surprise, surprise. Oh, no. Yeah, who was... I mean, oh, no. <laughs> the Leto, the Leto Watch thing is going to play. Okay, Never. yeah. When was Never. the first trailer for this? Was twenty the end of 2020, right? Back At that state in, of play, right? It w- Right, it was the state of play, right. And now... I'm not like I, I'm not like into the idea of having like a rushed game, but also like why did they say twenty twenty one when they knew it was gonna be twenty twenty two? They all they, they wanna were, get you thinking about just, it. They were just hoping they want you to figure it out and get you thinking and get y'all excited and then be like here it's on PlayStation Four. Yeah, oh my I've, I've God. gotten to a point where anytime a company is saying, hey, we're going to put this game out then, I'm going to add about six months to the yeah. to the actual release date. It's just from That's moving fair. forward, just mentally, so, I'm adding six months. I actually kind of had this policy that I uh, came up with in my life that I think all video game publishers should follow. Are you guys ready to hear what this is? It's Wait. a good take. I think, I've heard it. I think that <laughs> if it is the age of the internet, Okay, shit spreads like wildfire. If your product is good and people like it, they'll talk about it. Okay, Twitter will be crazy with with a hashtag or whatever. Okay, um, if you're just announce your game when it's done, you know what I mean, or like when it's eighty percent complete, be done, and then be like, (laughs) hey, this is out in three months or it's out six months from now, and then just dump your whole marketing budget into digital ads it'll be fine I, it'll be I 100% fine percent agree <laughs> like that's the mm-hmm. thing you're I gonna promise. talk to me about a game that's gonna come out in a year and a half i'm like okay like there's not like 
maybe I might buy one of the prequel games, but if I'm that excited about it, I've probably played the prequel game, and now I'm just well, waiting, you know, dick what, in hand for a year I'm and a half. I'm assuming that that has to do with, like, how they're going to budget things out, right? So it's like if they, they put a press release out there and there's buzz going on, you know, people are talking about it, that helps them kind of figure out where they want to put their marketing budget, maybe secure investors. That's what That's my thought, like... You know, they, I like the marketing it. hot words. Yeah, <laughs> I like the. That's, like, that's what I'm here for. I think I'm we an just need intellect. the level set. You know. Oh my god, no! We gotta move the needle. What other good reason do they have other than that type of stuff? You know what I mean? Other than yeah. like corporate, yeah. I think it's other that they're like used corporate. to doing marketing in a certain way, and like you know, it's well, like you don't have okay. to do marketing like that for games. Let's let's. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of. Uh, arbitrary. You know, if the game's not done yet and they're delaying it, that's it. You know what I mean? There's nothing to discuss. I Really, truly. No. You know what I mean? It just sucks that it's being delayed, but it's being delayed because it's going to be better. We know it's going to be better, you know? Um, well, I mean, I'd, I'd, there's, it's I'd, cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, that, that's uh, the, that cyberpunk was so big. It was the world of cyberpunk. How big? Was how so big was it? Massive. You guys... Like, like this, like this big, like Grand Theft Auto Five. But the thing is, I'll start here. God of War is not. It's not going to be at the same. It's going to be amazing. I have no doubt. But it's not going to be at the same grandeur and the same well, scale. They said where Cyberpunk had so much room for error. Well, I feel they like. said that the, part of the reason why that there is delay is because they don't have access to physical spaces right now, and we're trying to do like performance capture. And oh. you're trying to, you know, get right. in a room together and hash out story beats and stuff. You know, you're not going to be able to, you know, develop a game properly. Only so much can be done from Tom, home. Tom Cruise is making it work. You can make it work. Tom, actually, funny you bring that up. Tom Cruise <laughs> yeah. actually specifically said, we are not shutting this fucking movie down at the top of his Tom Cruise voice. And Mission Impossible 7 got shut fucking down this week, okay? So not and even then, he. Oh whoever got whoever got tested positive for COVID Fired. is now on Tom Cruise's shit list. Yeah. Just like Tom walking Cruise around trailer to trailer. Him down. Dude, if Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Cruise got arrested for assault, I mean, offset. got arrested for assault this week, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Make my day. <laughs> Go ahead. But like, the, the thing with, with video games, I just feel like you were saying earlier, Pat, like tell me maybe a month or two months ahead of time because I'm still not setting time aside to go to the store to buy this game. I will get it when I feel like getting it when it's announced. Even if you tell me a week beforehand, I'll yeah. be like, sweet, awesome. This is great. I know it's going to be I, ready. I mean, I feel awesome. like I feel like that situation yeah, is just for God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> but I mean like game publishers at large. Here, here, yeah. three to six months after you're done, you'll be fine. It's a digital product. Exactly. All right. Like you could literally, you post the link. There you go. Um, it just makes but me I think love about like, they, stuff. They like, hold on. No, but, go ahead, Dan. No, no, no. no, you no, go, no go I was Dan. just going to, oh, I was just going to say, I love, I love how they were, even though they probably at the very beginning were planning on launching this on PS4 as well, I love how they did almost like the compliment sandwich thing where it was just like, here's some bad news. And then, boom, good news, PlayStation 4 users are going to get it too. Just okay, to that's what I wanted to bring up. The PR okay, so 
I'm kind of like, I'm like a jaded cop when it comes to this situation. Okay. It's, I don't hate the fact, I don't hate the fact that Horizon 2 and God of War are going to PS4 because they have a point. You don't build up a community of 110 million people. And then when it comes out, when people can't get the fucking console, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other, you know, if more people could get PS5s, I think this would just be a PS5 exclusive. But since oh, there's only so many that are out there due to the coronavirus, um, and that shit isn't changing until 2022, as we know, with, uh, you know, Batman, friend of the show. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Um, yeah, I just, I, this was inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. No, it you know was, I mean? was going to happen. And it's yeah, no, fine. Nobody's surprised. They're, dis- they're distinguishing upset. the difference between how the games perform, too. And the the obvious difference is like the ray tracing and like the water effects and the water engine and the lighting. So, like, they're building the game. I, I want to say they're building it in the same engine, but they're, you know, they have to tone down the graphics. So they have to tone down performance. Right. You know what I mean? There's no way they're building two full different versions of of these games. I just don't think that's, no, that's what's happening. It's yeah. going to be the one game and then they're just going to pull all the sliders back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like, and like for people like me, like I don't, I personally don't care about all that. As long as I can still punch things, throw an ax and hear boy throughout the game, I'll be happy. Boy, on boy. Yeah. And on boy, the other end of the boy. spectrum, this game is going to be the best game on PS five ever. And if you don't play it on PS5, I won't consider you've played it. <laughs> there's gonna be the people who have played it. And yeah, the there's gonna be the people. There's gonna be the people who have played have it, and then the people who claim to have played it. Well, that's the thing. That, that <laughs> this is now gonna be every conversation with Pat moving forward about any game. He was like, "But no, dude, you didn't like really play." Well, it, so. now like, my argument will shift to: shadows. Oh, Did you God, play dude. it? <laughs> did you play it, or did you experience it? Okay, there's there's. There's a difference, right. you know. You play I'm not Call of Duty. Next gen console until there's a new Grand Theft Auto game. Damn. <laughs> there's been that's multiple the consoles that's in the That's some fucking Axel Rose shit that's right there. I, that's where I draw the line. That's some Axel Rose shit, Nick. You're straight up just like, until fucking the Chinese government declares democracy, <laughs> I am not putting out this Guns N' Roses album. Okay? It's exactly what this is. Textbook. Uh, yeah, what? In honor of Tiananmen Square, I'm not buying a PS5. <laughs> All right, we went there. Yeah, so it's coming to PS4. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. You know, just because the PS5 is out doesn't mean the PS4 sucks now, okay? That is only subjectively true. If my PS5 broke, I could still play all of... I mean, maybe this isn't a great thing about the PS5, but I could still play all say, of my games yourself, like, <laughs> on, on PS4, you know? It'll be fine. Tell me about the Atari, Nick. Tell me about the Atari. Well, this is the comeback story that I've been waiting for. Wow. Uh, so Atari Let me tell you, they're releasing... thrilled to hear that. I just want you to know that. Okay, they are probably <laughs> fucking so excited. Everyone is amped up. They're waiting on, waiting on uh, bated breath. Yeah. Atari VCS console is going to be available as of June 15th. Um, it is their first release since uh, 1996. And um, it's going to feature a hundred classic games. Uh, Yeah, it's with the what is it called? The Atari VCS Vault. 
So that gives you 100 classic games, but it's also going to have a bunch of new titles. You're going to have uh, like independent developers uh, available in their ecosystem. That and the system is going to have a PC mode where you can run Windows, Linux, and Chrome operating system on it. Whoa. Everybody give it, it up. Uh, the Indie Horn. <laughs> Nick and Burke. That's the Indie Horn. Also, they also are here to honk the horn of the indie it. developers. <laughs> it's all, I, I mean, I have a Switch and I have a computer. I'm not going to buy an Atari system to play all the indie games that I have on the other systems. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> I, I think there's a market out there for this. It's like our dads, um, you know, like the guys who are like, I, I just want to no, play Pong. My dad it's, would it's never cool, like, fucking touch this. He'd be like, what is this? Can who, it play eight tracks? Maybe not your dad then. Maybe right. not your dad. No, but I, I think, I think it's cool. And I, I, think it, uh, I think it lends to like how like Nintendo re-released like the mini versions of the NES and the SNES and like everybody's doing that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Yo, I love the idea of the virtual console. It. You know what I mean? Like, I love the fact that Nintendo has a whole section of the Switch where if you pay for Nintendo Online, you get oh, yeah. all of the old back catalog just to play. And you can you don't have to download it. It's like cloud saves and everything. No, it, it's fucking saves, it's, awesome. And it's awesome. It's all, it's all save state, too, so... When you're playing like Mario One and you just keep dying on one part, you just go back to the save state and redo it. Like, mm -hmm. it's cool shit. I love um, it. For, so I, for this for this system, I would love to see this take off. I'm not saying it's going to, but I would love to see it like actually. Nick, take what off 2600 games? A new, are you dying to play? What Atari 2600? I, I literally games? don't care e. about the games. I just want to <laughs> see somebody. I just want to see this comeback story. I don't know I, who's going I, I to pay three hundred dollars in it for the story. Actually, yeah, wait a no, minute. I want to. I want to see this success story. Nick wants to see Atari come back. And, I mean, it would be cool. It would be cool. Um, but Actually, what, I, what uh, I really. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I pulled up. I pulled up. I found the specs for it. Um, so it's got uh, it's got a Ryzen uh, GPU. It's got about thirty two gigs of storage, eight gigs of RAM. Couple USB, couple HDMI. So got Bluetooth compatibility too. So it seems like it's just a cheap computer. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's really what like I'm just reading down here. I'm like okay. Um, uh -huh, for sixty uh -huh, bucks, okay. you can get a classic joystick. I saw that too. I was and, like, and if, if that isn't the biggest, you can get the joystick and the Xbox style controller. If that isn't go. the biggest slap in the fucking face, then I don't know what is. For hey, sixty, how about the fact I, that. How about the fact that the wood paneling is an upcharge? Wow. <laughs> that's classy as shit. Is it, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's an additional feature. That doesn't come standard. <laughs> I would do that. Like, you're not going to get an Atari without, like, the shitty wood paneling. Right? Of it's I'm going to re-wood panel my entire room just to play that thing. <laughs> yeah, I, like I have wood paneling downstairs. So I could definitely set this up, and it would blend right in. Right but, next uh, honestly, to the PS5. So for somebody like me, like we were talking about earlier before the show, as a casual gamer, it's like I kind of do have a, a soft spot in my heart for those games where you don't really have to invest too much. You could just go jump in, play for 20 minutes or a few hours. You're not really, you know, like a lot of the games today that I would play like uh, like a Red Dead or something like that, where it's like that takes hours upon hours upon hours. So it's like, I don't know. 
Maybe uh, if yeah, I had like, more disposable income, I might buy one. It's, yeah, like Red it, Dead is not the type of game you can just like, all right, I had a stressful day at work. I have an exactly. hour to play video games. Let me jump into Reddit. <laughs> no, you need to shut the shades and wake up at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning <laughs> to yeah. play Red Dead. What I do like is the fact that they announced, God like, hey, this damn, is dropping. If that isn't the weeks. fucking truth, holy shit. <laughs> Speaking the truth. That's literally how I started Red Dead. I was like, I can't play this tonight. I was like, I can't exactly. start you this. You want me to start this? This is five hours easily in? a six-hour investment before I you blink before I get and to it's the nighttime. title screen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucked up. Okay, you know what? Hold on though. About the whole um, the the games that you can just jump right into. Bro, that's why Call of Duty exists. Call of Duty was great in I college. You get out, you get out of class. <laughs> you got two hours. You get into some duty. You get like five matches out of the way. You head to class. You get really mad. Yeah, and then you go back match. to your other. Yeah, that like I I hate that style of game just just because it's a, it doesn't interest me at all. And I like I hate the community. Like I hate the Call of Duty community. They <laughs> oh all. Oh my suck. god. You're not wrong. He like, hates the meta. He hates yeah. the meta hates of Call the meta. of Duty. <laughs> Bro, you're going to get I, a lot of fucking military stance in here. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, don't you know, you know my rank in Call of Duty is like 56. I've prestiged like 16 times. Don't I will call an airstrike on you. <laughs> 1v1 <laughs> me Nuketown the, right the now, knives only. <laughs> the funniest the one part about 1v1 me, I will show hole in Nuketown. <laughs> <laughs> The the funniest part about this article is like talking about how like this is the this is just exactly what Atari needs because they merged with Infogrames Infogrames in two thousand eight, no uh, and they were like they were sued by the developers of Roller Coaster Tycoon in twenty seventeen for unpaid royalties. Um, they're like like they're not paying their employees or their their developers. Um, People are like quitting left and right, so it's just like number one. I would love to see this just turn around and like be the thing that saved them. But also, it would be so funny it's if this not. is like what sunk the company. Is like it like it <laughs> damn well might sink it because like who's gonna pay four hundred fucking dollars for this? Well, it's literally a laptop. It's literally like yeah. or not even a laptop. It's you know a small standalone like unit that. Well, to me, it's like, as far as like the reason I have a console in my house is I like the tactile experience. I hate playing, like, I'm not a PC guy, although I play PC games with you guys. I don't like WASD. Like, this doesn't do anything for me. Oh, I missed it. I couldn't hear it. Which which drop was that? <laughs> that was bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's this, just Nick. like, look at this. Yeah, it goes, yeah, in the, it goes into my computer. Well, the, the cord that I have that connects to my controller is this long, so I don't know Whoa. if that would be a fun experience. What's this? <laughs> this right uh -oh. here is literally, Wait, is this? This literally is the greatest controller ever made. And you should, everyone who has a PC should have one of these. Yes, uh, PlayStation. That's the, that's, the, that's the Xbox One? The... Yeah, Xbox One. What, oh, okay. N64 with the third arm <laughs> is probably better, I think. What then? That controller? Yeah, I think oh. the N64 controller is the best thing. Oh, you're being silly. No, the SNES Actually, controller. Oh, <laughs> nice. Mike is just Actually, you're gonna right you're gonna find Nick when you guys are playing Rust or Valheim one day. He's gonna be using the joystick. Yeah. I got something for your ass. Around. All right, guys, hold I, on. I got I, I, I got make, something for I can't your make ass. Proper turns. <laughs> no, he gets like painfully good at playing Rust with like. <laughs> 
the Atari controller. Imagine like a, he then picks up now, Fortnite. He becomes well, one of those kids that can build on Fortnite. Is with that a, a is that a thing that you, that's possible? I sincerely well, doubt yeah, it. I mean, dude, everybody plays like you can see a bunch of people. Like I've seen people play um, Dark Souls with like a DDR mat. Okay, like, well that, that's the thing, and also there's those kids out there that are like born with like um, oh, deformed like the, hands and stuff. It's like if they can manage, I can manage with a joystick. Like if I <laughs> if I can't figure that out, then that's on me. Check it out. Right, you know the people who have to do this out of necessity. But yeah. you're I was about to say they. They're you're you're doing like, that out of choice. Wait, yeah. what the fuck? What are we talking about? I walked away for five Nick, seconds. How did we get here? Nick made a comment about people with disabilities. <laughs> they have that Xbox controller for I people with disabilities. Here's what I have. Here's what I have. Well, you got a you have a GameCube controller. Yeah, and I have an N64 controller. I have a whole N64 setup. I don't know oh, where any of the fucking see, controllers they're, are. They're here somewhere, but they'll be whatever. But uh, Nick's talking about he wants to learn how to play all of those, um, all the games with like the uh, what do you call them? What kind of controllers are they? The joysticks. Actually, what would be the... even cooler is hooking it up to like a piano keyboard and learning it on that, <laughs> and just map the keys of the keyboard. That's what, yeah, Pat, I was saying where the people play, like, Dark Souls with the DDR mats and everything, like... I want to see people play with bananas. I've seen people play shit with the, um, you know... Like Guitar Hero? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen seen Guitar Hero, and I've seen those Donkey Konga things, like, people play with those. Oh, and I've seen people do the rock band drums, play Call of Duty with the rock band drums. Oh, I've seen that. Dude, that that one guy who was, like, ding, 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 and a guy who was an up-up, and he gets, like, a double headshot. What was it like? It was, like, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. I killed myself to last name was... Ring, 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 ring. But yeah, I mean, listen, these uh, virtual consoles, they're cool. They're fun, but they are also nostalgia trips. Would we not agree? It, they're, like, they're purely, like, look like, what we just purely did. to like buy and put on your shelf and be like, awesome. Like I've got these cool like remakes yeah, of these. Consoles. I have it if it's there. There's a Sega one too that I really like that I like. I would like the SNES one. I would like the Sega one. I think that one would be cool too. And then in the future, if they do like an N64 or a GameCube one, I mean, I would be so down for Game N64. GameCube oh, yeah. is one of my all-time favorite consoles. I would absolutely GameCube's buy my that favorite one. console by yeah. far. Like the um, best. I think there's a good uh, pack. Uh, who did the Costa Concordia video? Internet historian. Internet historian, Internet historian does a great video on GameCube that I highly recommend, and like how that that game system should have been so much more, and that would that would do so well if they rebooted it. I hope so. That would be fucking cool. I mean, apparently there's going to be a new Switch announced next week, so you know, well, it's just like the Switch <laughs> Ultimate. So, oh, like are you it, a right? Switch Ultimate? I thought I I I'm not on Switch Pro. I. I'm not on Switch Pro or Switch Ultimate team. I'm not on either of those. I don't even, I, no, I don't know what it is. What is it? Is it going to be? Not out, it's not released. It's not out yet, but this is speculation. Switch Ultimate is what I've heard before. I've heard Switch oh. Pro. Well, um, I, would li- I would like I, Switch Ultimate because mm, I want like a Smash. Nope, kinda. nope, nope. If they do not name this motherfucker the Super Nintendo Switch, I will freak out. <laughs> Okay. They're not going there's to. No Super Nintendo way, itself is already. There's no way thing. that who's ever in charge of this project didn't hear that and was like, that's immediately what we're calling this. This is going to be the. It's going to be some lame shit. Though. All right. You're right. Hashtag Super Nintendo Switch. 
Get it, get well, it mean, going. Get it going. Trending. There were 40 fucking versions of the DS, so none of them were like the Super Nintendo DS. Do you guys like, think that the Switch controllers are too small? I just don't like their. Well, I feel like I'm holding I don't know. something that they got was like teeny a, buttons. I don't, I don't know what the buttons. next one. I don't. I don't like that. Hold on. I don't know what I, the I next one's going to be. Think it's too tiny. But it's meant to play a, 4K. A lot of their audience is children. 4K Switch games. That's what it's and meant to play. A lot of their play. audience is us. <laughs> I don't need to play 4K Switch games. I got man hands over here. I don't want to play, you know, fucking Skyrim in 4K on my Switch. I'm done with this. Like, give me Mario games. I want to play Mario Party. Well, that's a speculation, bro. Is that Legend of Zelda is going to be announced with this new fucking Switch? It's not going to be. They're well, going to. It's like, I, I, I would like, love. It. Believe me. I would love if they came out and said, here's the new Switch, new Breath of the Wild 2 coming out. They're just going to look at you and spit in your face and say, here's a $600 Switch. You're a little fat girl. Oh. <laughs> that says tender. But yes, as much as I'd like to be proved wrong, I don't unfortunately think I will be. Liz says the Switch controls are perfect for her small hands. She's got woman hands. She's got lady hands. She's got lady hands. Yo, who's just positivity? Thanks for jumping in the chat. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But thanks. <laughs> well, that's why I don't I don't I use like the They're pro controls positives. and the the I have the pro con oh, controllers. Yeah. I, I, I actually played uh, Smash for the first time in a long time last night and I forgot how fun that game is on the pro controller. It's a good game. Yo you guys, I'm gonna replay Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's actually an update for this show. We did a whole episode thought, on really? it. Really? We did a whole episode what the on audience it. audience has been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. We did a whole episode on it. I'm trying to fill some time. Uh, yeah. I, th I think we could get right into the reviews. I, th I think we, I don't know about you guys, but I feel Stretch. like there's a lot to be said. Stretch. <laughs> Just give me like three minutes. <laughs> right. So I decided this is this. the game I'm going to put right. my fucking time into. Okay, this is the next RPG I'm going to dump my time into. The reason for this is that Ubisoft, Okay, you guys know the story. I got soft locked out of the game, so I couldn't progress it any further. Therefore, yeah. I did not yeah. like it anymore. I thought that was bullshit. Okay, and you, you, so, so you didn't pick it up after that, right? Well, I mean, I bought, I had got, I had bought the game already. I didn't, but no, I did not pick it up after that at all. Okay. Um, I realized what you said <laughs> while I was answering it. Um, in short, no. Yeah, in short, no. <laughs> so basically. Um, Ubisoft put these things in the game called uh, multipliers, right? And you can pay $10 and get 50% more EXP per mission and shit that you do. So it's been enough time where I can't just pick up the game and start again. Like, I got to do the tutorial again. So I'm thinking of just erasing my save data, spending the $10 on this exp thing so i can level up faster and get to where i would left off way quicker and then you know play through the rest of the game and see how much i like it how how far <laughs> the game did you get through i got 30 hours in <laughs> that's right <laughs> nick what is, what am i looking at here what are you that's talking about is. no i i understand it's bad but why am i looking at him? oh just because i i didn't really know what pat was talking about <laughs> So I just was like, oh, that's an old picture of Pat. I love How it. far down did you go on my Instagram to find that? 
Uh, that's in my that's in my files. Oh, you have that he on. He's, he wakes up and screenshots that every morning, so it's at the top. <gasps> Good morning, Patrick. <laughs> Good morning, my queen above eighteen. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Horrible. All right. Well, either way, yeah, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I'll let you guys know how it is. Plus, I want to use my okay. PS5. I never fucking use it, so you know this that's is an, this is an excuse too. Yeah, maybe you should get an Atari. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should get another <laughs> dust collector. Oh, I got the PS5 media remote too. It's cool. Now I have the most expensive streaming box ever created. What there is this one? <laughs> that's there's an old Snapchat filter. This is what Nick's pulling up. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, this is Wowzy Woozy Pat. This is to the people listening on Spotify. You gotta get over here to YouTube. <laughs> There's exclusive behind the paywall. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. We're going to go to the review. Yeah. All right, you guys. So these past two weeks was um, pretty much the, uh, it's the ending of the pandemic. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's uh, a hot girl summer. Summer. It basically like, you know, New Jersey kind of like fully reopened. So we went to the movies and, uh, we saw A Quiet Place 2 last weekend. and In theaters. In theaters. In theaters. Uh, and then Nick and Burke went this weekend. And then everybody watched The Conjuring on HBO Max. Because no one was... Everybody. <laughs> because then nobody was seeing that shit in theaters. I ain't patronizing that in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to risk my health for you. Um, okay. So, uh, pretty much how we're going to do this is uh, we entitled the episode uh, A Quiet Place Part 2 versus The Conjuring 3. However, I think it's an important distinction to make that um, it's subjective, you know? Like, you know, you like whatever you want. However, we're going to tell you here, out of the four of us, what we think is good, you know? <laughs> You're How entitled? Is <laughs> How is this subjective? This is not subjective which of these was the better movie. There's no subjectivity. No, no, no. We are, we are okay, hold on. I'm getting the rules, okay? I'm getting the rules. I'm getting the rules out. <laughs> we're going to do non-spoilers, and then we're going to do spoilers for each. And we're just going to compare the two. I think it's just funny how there's two big horror franchises come out one week apart from each other. And really, we're not going to compare them. And like, yes, Danny, in my opinion, I agree with you. It's obvious which one of these two is better. As a matter of fact, as I was watching it, I was like, there's no way the other one's going to be better than this. It's, it's literally not possible. Like, it's just a totally different experience. So... Let's uh let's go through non spoilers. Let's start with the Quiet Place Part Two. What's everybody got? First thing that comes to the top of your head. Sound design was incredible. Oh okay, yeah. And by that I mean the quietness was incredible. John yeah. Krasinski is just getting better and better as a filmmaker. Which I mean 100%. I know this is his second movie, but he was he pulled out all the new stops that he learned, which is just. It, it was so immersive. It was so good. The tracking shots were incredible. Amazing movie. Yeah, I think technical wise, like this one is technically as a as filmmaking goes, is better in every way than the first one. Um, Absolutely. I I would say just to talk about like the sound design. I think the masterpiece of the whole thing was the the opening scene where it's day one and it cuts between uh, complete silence and chaotic noise. 
masterfully done. I would agree. I would agree with well, that. They, and they they do that. They pull that back throughout the film and everything. And I think it's really cool. It's when a lot of the time is when the daughter is on her own. And until she's like physically someone like actually like, you know, there's a physical interaction, like touching her to get her attention or something like that. That's when you snap in and it, it helps. Like, I thought it's super cool because obviously she's deaf. Um, and like, that's a super cool way. It's very obvious, but it's also it works. You know, it's also it works it's, very it's well. It's never been and, done before, like something so obvious, but it's really like it's such a unique uh, thing. Right. Like I didn't and, think it was by any means like, you know, I wasn't like, whoa, that's sick. That's how did so, they do that? How did they think of it? It's very like, OK, cool. Like, but you did it. And you did it damn well. I think it's and a one very of the great things oh, about no, go it. Go ahead, Danny. Oh, I, I was just going to say one of the great things about it is especially for me after not being in movie theaters for such a long time where, you know, you're used to it being so loud and you're just being bombarded. It was definitely quiet. Mm -hmm. Like it was submersively quiet to the point where there was nobody in the theater making a sound because yeah, all of a sudden, right. you know, it's a visual and audio auditory, whatever the word is, audio media, where all of a sudden you just eliminate one of those. And then it's such close shots of the daughter as well. It's claustrophobic. And you're just like, I just want to know what's happening. What is happening around her? I just need to know. I will say uh, there was one scene where uh, it got so quiet and something moved in the bush and the mix was all the way on the other side of the theater. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't experienced that in a long time. So I was like, is there going to be like a fucking puppet or something that comes out of the fucking, I was <laughs> like, really what the fuck is going on? Like, uh, it's 4d, uh, but with smell of vision, <laughs> I, I think also <laughs> what's important to point out is how, sm I don't know if the film is more well written than the first one, or it's it just, is. I it already is. believe the idea, like the concept that they're getting across, like, cause I'm here for the sequel. So that's why like, it's easier to digest. But I mean, if you guys think it's more well written than the first one, I mean, like it just comes off that way, you know, as, but, as somebody who has spoke, has said a lot of negative things about the first one. I was blown away at how much I was invested in the story in this one. Uh, I, I think that I, I could have watched this as a standalone movie virtually. It didn't even need the first one, to be honest. Well, see, I think that it helps that it helps contextualize it because the first Absolutely. one did a lot of setting up and like, you know, you have, you have the world built. So this one, they can focus on different things. Like the first one where it's a lot more focused on the family and keeping the family together and protecting that this is now, you know, metaphorically and literally expanding out into the world where now it's not just being like we have to protect our family, but it's now about the implication of other people in this existence too. And so it just cracked open the entire environment. Riding on the riding on the coattails of that, it's also different because I feel like in the last movie it was the story moving the characters as opposed to where this one it is a hundred percent the characters that are moving the story, and that is way more interesting than whatever was yeah. going on in the last movie. <clears throat> But I also think it's important to point out that I still like the characters as much as I did the first time. Yeah. Like, they're well, yeah, all I mean, believable, like, you know? I can't remember any of the plot points of the first one. I didn't go back and rewatch the first one. I remember it's like family fighting to stay alive with monsters. I didn't remember anything else about it. And this they, one, they had a baby. 
Yeah. Okay. I didn't even remember. I didn't even remember the baby. I, I didn't went to remember the theater the either. And she had the baby. I was like, oh, I forgot about the scene. When did in that the happen? You know, like I, I, I couldn't tell you anything about the first one other than they went to a waterfall and John Krasinski was like, oh, we can kind of talk a little bit more Ooh. openly. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the only Owls. thing I really remember. Well, I, I think, um, I think Pat, that's a really good point that you're bringing up that this is actually more actor focused and character driven. Because I feel with horror movies, and I don't know if I would flat out call this one a horror movie. I would call it maybe like action thriller. But with horror movies, your characters are responding to the situation. And I think because yeah. of it being flipped, it didn't feel like a horror movie to me. And it felt so much more, I felt more invested. I felt more interacted. Like Emily Blunt's performance was phenomenal. Man, isn't that like, interesting how the one that's clearly more <clears throat> a horror film doesn't come off like one? But the one that really <laughs> tried to be a horror oh, we'll film just there. couldn't do the job. No, 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 no. That was that. We'll get there. But okay. I, I really, really <laughs> liked Emily Blunt's performance. Like you know, she had established herself in the beginning in the first you know movie, right? As this badass mother, and like she was kind of well at the very end, she established herself as the badass, and I think she has to take over the John Krasinski's role because she was very soft in the first movie, and now she's very, you know firm and survivalistic and but she's still got that like softness and the gentleness and i the feel like the that's family. the daughter i feel like it's reagan who's going to be the one who takes over for her absolutely like, i feel I, like a thousand, it's a thousand percent, which is, i but until that happens emily blunt had to step um, up and be the leader yeah. of the family and you yeah. can see that there's falters with it and like that it's not the cleanest thing she doesn't really know what she's doing where the daughter is like hell yeah i'm my dad's daughter Mm -hmm. And even in. with the uh, the I'm I'm sorry I don't remember most of the characters' names, the son I really thought they were gonna sideline him and just make him you know like oh we have this kid almost like uh, Jennifer in Back to the Future too the girlfriend they were like well we have this character so let's just knock her out and stick her over in the corner I thought they were gonna sideline him I was so happy to see his development throughout this movie his his arc was just as good as. Everyone else. Well, they set it up yeah. to get him out of the way because, like, he yeah, <laughs> like yeah. you know, we'll, we'll and like, spoilers. bro, I, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to go into too many details on that until we do spoilers. But I, that scene, I was like, whoo, yeah. fuck, My that is rough. Dropped. That was like, yeah. wow, we're early into the movie. But yeah. I mean, uh, Emily Blunt's acting incredible, but also you got to give it up to the kids as well. So, These yeah. kids were. So I believed everything that they were doing. I'm not yep. sure if that actress is actually deaf, but I mean, either or. She, she is. She, she, she is. is. Okay. Okay. Which, you can walk uh, right out to her and just, be like, oh, fuck, say it. Wouldn't hear you. Not a suit. <laughs> she wouldn't hear that I'm telling her how great of an actress she is. I like how, I like how the simple, <laughs> the simple act of communication. Yeah. Enunciate. And uh, I liked how her development from between the two films is that now she actually kind of speaks a little bit. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. do like that. I really, I, I, she's fucking oozes charisma, yeah. this kid. Like, and, yep. and she also, you know, she gives disabled uh, individuals a good name. She really does. I, it's I, interesting because you would think that, like, in a post Not that they have a bad rap to begin no. with. Yeah, that was, that was a weird. I, no, I, I, I'm, I'm going to save it for you. Uh, <laughs> in, like, a post-apocalyptic situation, you would think that it's, like, you know, very much any kind of um, any kind of thing that might hurt your chances at survival would be amplified. 
Mm-hmm. But it does not yeah. like you know well, it's I mean, that I've that in this situation that. is throughout what? watching the movie yeah. I'm like are you serious you're gonna go out and do you know whatever you're fucking deaf like, <laughs> that, but dude I think that's the point I think that gives her so much more um you you were like you're you're more you're rooting for her more than you would if she wasn't I not like, even that but I, I just like think the that dynamics so that confidence. we play with though yeah. too she's not constantly worrying about. She's oh, not afraid. This made this she's noise. And this afraid. made this yeah. level of a noise. Like she knows how to be quiet, but she's also mm-hmm. not constantly like <clears throat> being like checked against herself. So I think that's got like but latent confidence. I, I also her. like the dynamic that it plays with. You know, she's deaf and can't hear, but you shouldn't be making noise anyway. She can't tell mm-hmm. how much noise she's making. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, but I also she doesn't know every step she's taking if she's stepping on a you know a loose board or anything like that. Yeah. Where also, she has no idea. Uh, actually, she's no. Just I'll save around. it. I'll save it till till spoilers. I don't want to. Well, ruin we it. haven't really even talked about. I I, I also want to say I really loved Cillian Murphy's performance. Is that how you say he, his name? I thought it was. I don't know. I thought I it was Killian. Some people say Killian. I'm not sure. I say Cillian. I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong. Mr. Murphy. Mr. Murphy, Mr. Murphy, I I really a lot of the <clears throat> the pain that he was carrying, I really felt it. And I, I thought he was a, I thought he was a good in between character, showing like you have the family, then you have like the feral people. Yep. I thought he was like dead center for that because like you know he's kind of feral, but he still has a lot of the familial nah, like, bro. pain and he all fucking of that. all the way feral and they. Like I said, don't want to spoil it, but they kind of just show you how feral he really is at one part of that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. That man is feral. Okay. Uh, he's just he's just all kinds of messed up, dude. He's got a lot of trauma with that. So, well, I think right. it's a, like it's it's a good. He's a fantastic <clears throat> example for like so, everything in the um, film coming together in one character. Well, I, I think. think that's that's the thing. It's like I I, I think his, impa- his his characters was more important rather than just to have that archetype of like the protector the type figure protector. he he told his own story and it was like everything was treated with such care and such detail even that character when it it, it could have been generic and bland and i was getting hardcore uh last of us vibes from yep. that duo which was great yeah. i think we said that when we left the theater danny we were like hmm, <laughs> we did this one we was did. way more last of, last, last of us than anything else but mm-hmm. uh so I listen overall non spoilers. If you were to stop listening to the show right here, don't. Um, <laughs> the this is a high recommendation for me. I think this is fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. Like easily a ten out of ten. I I I don't have much to critique, if anything at all. I have some like no. I I I feel the kind of the same way with with I did with the first one, which was like, yeah, if you think hard enough, the cracks start to form. But also, like, this movie isn't trying to do anything else more than have a good story, good characters, and a fun creature feature. And it succeeds right. in every in a, avenue. Like, yeah, the uh, first one, world. I think the first one was more, not gimmicky, but it was like, you know, where they're, they're introducing things like, I'll turn the lights on, and when they're red, you need to come to me. Like, it had that kind of, like gimmick about it and then this one was like hell nah we're gonna this was an adventure it It was an adventure film i I have two i have two critiques and they're very minor and nitpicky my number one critique was the monsters are too strong like if you're gonna do a horror movie and these things can rip through a fucking train car and rip through buildings i feel like that's it's it's too strong 
to the point where it's it's like I'm not even scared of them at this point because it's you have no chance. But it's a nitpick. And number two is there was points where Cillian Murphy's character shouldn't have been able to un- understand uh, the deaf character, uh, which like and that was again it was like just a minor thing where it's like weird she's signing at him and he understood what she was saying. He picked but, up the gist. I think that was yeah. A, yeah. What minor, about, like, minor what about like what about like Alien and like movies like that, Nick, where it's like the <clears throat> the the you know the enemy is so overpowered. Like it's not it's not so much about like a fist fight with the, them. It's about like Wait, the strategy. Uh, have you ever seen I... Aliens, Burke? Me? Not Alien. Have you ever seen Aliens? I don't think so. Okay, watch Aliens, and then you'll understand Nick's point because. Okay. Alien, like Alien, one on one with no weapons, you're fucked against a xenomorph. But Aliens, when it was an action movie and it was about all these like space marines like killing fucking aliens, they murked those motherfuckers. Okay, like yeah, like they did. so. Uh, I it was think also that's alien, kind of it was, his... yeah, it was scientists going up right. against them. Yeah, but, but my my one my one thing with the with the monsters was I still don't, and we can get into this a little bit more in the 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 spoiler section, but I still don't know what they're what their drive is necessarily right. because they're not eating people. Like right. they're not like eating anybody. They're literally just killing them. They're just stomping them on the ground, ripping them apart, throwing them every which way, but they're not eating them. They're not looking well, for they, them for sustenance. So it's like, what is their interesting. purpose? That's a good so the one thing I, I was, I was saying to, I went to see this movie with John Chang soon <laughs> and it's kind of nice that it didn't get too bogged down in the details. And it's like, you can go too far one way or the other with details, not enough or too much. It's like, why did they come to earth? How did they come to earth? These creatures definitely didn't drive a spaceship, but it's like, they gave you enough of an idea with like like, that smoky, they didn't show a spaceship. They just kind of showed like a fog arriving. No, I thought I thought that was a meteor. I thought they confirmed that in the first movie. It was a meteor. Whatever it was, they they give you just enough information for me to feel satisfied. But even though there's these still these lingering questions about like why are what is their intention? See, I I have enough info where I don't care about all those other. Yeah, I feel like I once again, it's the Captain America shield logic. I always go back to if it was a worse movie, I would care about that. But it does so many other things. Right. It's like if I care about that, I ruin everything else. Like, right. I also exactly. I also think like exactly. if you want to get into that, then you're gonna have to like expand the film, and you're gonna have to go which longer. They do, and which they do, which they do. Which they do. Worse film. If, That's what if I'm saying. Like if it's a, info, it's if it's a two and a half hour film, where now we're getting into like why, what's the drive of these creatures, other than just killing? I'll just say this like, before we need it? before we move on, because I think it's smart that we move on. Um, yep. This movie doesn't do exposition; it tells stories. It, it it delivers information by telling stories like by accounts of other real characters. We can get into mm-hmm. that in spoilers, but I'm just saying that's a much more that's a better delivery system of exposition than just saying things out loud because then my ape brain doesn't notice and I like don't just be like, hey, wait a minute, like in the middle of the movie, you know? No, that's that's great. Like they so, could have just when we'll get into spoilers. Unfortunately. Now. Well, we do you want to move another on? movie? Are we doing non-spoilers? Yeah, yeah we're doing both? non-spoilers for both, and then we're gonna ah, do spoilers for both. Okay. Yep. Um, 
Unless you guys want to do spoilers for a quiet place. Yeah, let's 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 yeah. get let's get into conjuring. Okay, okay. Clear, clearly, clearly the okay. better okay. film of the two. So, um, conjuring. I I don't I don't know if you guys like the conjuring movies as much as I do, the first two. I knew going into this that this was not going to be of the same quality of conjuring one and two. And in all honesty, I really don't think it's that bad. Uh, I went into this as I try to with many horror movies with a mindset of I want to be scared. I'm not I'm turning off the the critical part of my brain right now and I just want to be scared. And I had a good time watching it. It it was a little slow at the end, but overall I enjoyed it. It was like a throwback. It felt like it was a 70s movie. There wasn't a lot of overuse of uh you know, CGI like leaned heavily into practical type stuff. I had a good time. I I would recommend this film to somebody who just wants to watch a fun horror movie. Yeah, and that's like that's an important distinction to make because the guy who directed this directed La Llorona, and La Llorona yep. was bad, like real La bad. Llorona. So this is like this is actually a a huge improvement for this guy as far as his directing goes. Um and I think that is the film's biggest offense is that it's not scary at all, but I think it works better as like a murder mystery type of shit than it does so, a haunted house movie. That's kind of like, that's like exactly what I was saying. Like I I've seen the conjuring films and the spinoffs and everything. And like Nick's point, I was like overall enjoyable. I'm kind of like at this point in the series, it better damn well be. Um, but like, I think this is like this is the type of film that's like we don't need to be super original. We're going to focus on how this is executed, how this is how we're doing the story and how we're laying everything out. Cuz like I didn't think it was super scary. I didn't think it was like massively compelling, but it was crafted True. well and it gave us like gave like the audience like those payoff points that I like, but Jesus this is also please. this is also not a movie that I would call a horror movie. It's a it's a murder mystery. Danny, why don't you tell Yo. us what you thought? This movie was fucking cheeks. This yeah. was buns. <laughs> this was a terrible movie. This really? was horrible. I don't I can barely think of a good thing to say. All right, compliment sandwich. Let's go compliment sandwich. One thing I liked about the movie. I liked that the antagonist was I don't know if this is getting into spoilers. Actually, this is getting more into spoilers, so we won't go there. But the rest, so that's no the top of the bunch. So no, so you know what? No compliments. This movie sucked. I went in the same way, Nick. Where I went in, no expectations. I was the my only expectation was to be scared. And Danny, you I saw the last scared. two, right? Once, you saw the last two, right? I, I well, here's the thing. This is where I could be a little discredited. I did not. I only saw the first Conjuring movie. Oh, okay. So that's, that's fine. That's the thing. That's fine. Yeah. I, I did not that's see fine. Annabelle. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I did see the first one, which that one, amazing movie. Well done. I was very scared watching that movie, absolutely. This one, I, I, I wasn't on my Sing the song. space as the movie was going on because it was so boring. It was so boring. There was nothing keeping me in this movie. I wasn't scared at all, not even at once. My The scariest part was when the big, fat, blubbering dude was there that yeah. was the only scary part can, can, because that the, that dude in general was just scary. the one thing that i, I would say like this this horror movie has over a lot of other ho horror movies is that i care about ed and lorraine 
it's do like, you only or, care yeah, about I was going to say that you too. You know them. Yes. If this was an original film. That on the shoulders of the other Yes. If this was an original piece without Ed and Lorraine and like Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. I wouldn't watch this. I, do. I wouldn't think no, it was even halfway decent. Their acting is what kept the like the war together. That's, that's the writing totally between fair. them horrible. 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 Well, they, they, it's a little heavy-handed. How much it's like we love each other, don't we? We really do. You yeah, and like you don't need. You also don't need that. A couple trying to like force themselves to stay like, together. Like, like, to we really like each other. Like you also we really like each other. You also don't need that though because like your dress all dirty. The first two Conjuring movies established their relationship. You didn't need to like. It's like, oh, no, okay, I, of course, Ed and Lorraine, they love each other so much. Yeah, we get it. Nobody can love as much as Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, no, I, 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 wanted, I wanted it to feel like they should have came in with, like, a new game plus mentality. Like, <laughs> yes, like, yes. Dead, dead ass. It would have, like, Wait, if they would have came in. I don't get that reference. Game. So a new game plus for all the uninitiated is after you beat a video game, you can a new game plus mode where it's just, you start the whole game over, but you keep all your upgrades. You keep all your overpowered things and things just get harder. I wanted them to walk in and her to be like, this is this, you got this one. And he's like, yep, I got it. You know, where it's just, I wanted that, like the synchronicity. Where she's of like fucking fire to- and lightning at ghosts and shit. Like Sith Lords. <laughs> Unlimited I, power. power. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't need it. Where he's like, my wife's, you know, gift is not a sh- side show, and this and that and everything. I just want it to be like, babe, tell him which knife. Like, <laughs> it's a simple thing. Fair point. It's just, but it it felt like one of the spinoffs. It felt like one of the Annabelle movies. Like, it, for it to be in the Conjuring proper trilogy, I don't think it held up. Well, to like the I first. think it's important to to uh, say that. This movie was not written and directed like by James Wan, like the other two right. were, because James Wan's moved on to Aquaman. Uh and um this one was directed by Michael Chavez, who he directed, like I said, The Curse of La Llorona. That was mm-hmm. a movie that James Wan liked, like he got his hands on, and he was just like, I'm just gonna put this in the conjuring universe, so Warner Brothers let me put it out. Uh it was terrible, but you know, he got handed this, he got handed the conjuring. Stuff and I think James Wan might have produced. I'm not sure how he's attached to it. Either way, though, he had no really creative input on the story and direction, uh, and therefore that is why it is the way it is. <laughs> Did anyone have any creative input here? <laughs> it was not creative at all. It was ass. It okay. Was so well, that's bad. the thing. It it doesn't need to. This like it it didn't approach it on being an original piece. It didn't approach it on being like you know. We're gonna do some cool twist on something you've never seen or expected before. Like it was a story that like was based based off a true story. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can't really write like it a was ton of stuff and not defending supernatural, it. Like, it was very rote. It was the supernatural side of a story that is very well documented. That is like yeah. I had heard of I had heard of every single one of these events in these conjuring movies before the conjuring movies came about. You know what I mean? Like, True. so like it's obviously it's like amplified and it's, you know, it's obviously fiction. There's no way this, yeah, any of this shit could be yeah. fucking real. Are you kidding me? And, um, and obviously it's like toned <laughs> up and everything, but, um, I, I just kind of felt like it didn't add anything where I feel like the other movies, they had some substance to add, 
to some of the theatrics that, I mean, cause let's be honest. Okay. No matter how much it is real or true and like what happened or what these people witnessed in real life, the Warrens have been accused of being serial liars. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it just, and if you read the Warrens books, which is what this shit is based on, like, I feel like the other movies kind of elevated that material. Whereas this one was just kind of like, here you go. <laughs> like that that's true. It didn't take like the magical like, realism. It just fucking opened expect. the dog food can slopped it in the bowl and then slid it under the door. You know, that's what I feel like this Conjuring movie was. You mean open the slot and hand yeah. it the holy water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> glass holy water. Yeah, dude. It's 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 weird. I, I get, like, if you want to introduce a new director and a writer to, like, change things up. But maybe, again, not on, like, not in the main trilogy. And or don't do it in this way. Like try to at least do more of an homage to like the first two films when this was clearly a big pivot. This was its own thing, yeah. Um, so before we get into spoilers, uh, little numbers here that I just wanted to bring uh, up to you guys. Pat, uh, facts, Pat, numbers, facts. Or yeah, Pat numbers. Facts. No, these are, these are numbers, and uh, these might help gauge um where uh, where the public is with these movies. So. Mind you, A Quiet Place opened up over a four-day weekend. This opened up over a two-day weekend. Uh, And on a streaming platform. (laughs) And on a streaming service. Look at this fucking face right here. Look at this. (laughs) And uh, and on a streaming service. But also, um, it's been out for a week before. You know, so keep that in mind as I read these to you. So, uh, right off the bat, A Quiet Place Part 2, its budget was $61 Uh, altogether so far, it's made 137, which is pretty good. There you go. Not great uh, ROI. Uh, domestic. Two to one right domestic now. Me, domestically, uh, I believe over the weekend when it opened, it made $57 million. So that's pretty fucking good for uh, for a horror film. Pretty good numbers. Um, The All Conjuring 3, the devil, ha- the devil Made Me Do It, like I said, smaller window for release. Um. Its budget was $39 million, okay? So it was made for half the money that... Dude, that's it? That uh, that other one was, whatever the other movie we're talking about is. Um, the Quiet Deaf Place. Monsters. There we go. That's it, yeah. I was going to say like something like Help Them Deaf. Monsters. Yeah, Deaf Monsters. <laughs> the Office Horror um, Edition. Uh, <laughs> All together, though... It's already made $57 million, so it is profitable. That means we're going to get another one. And domestically, just over the weekend, just in two days, it made $24 million. So, you know, it's it's doing okay. well. Okay? It's wow. doing well. Uh, fans obviously seem to like it. Critics seem to like it. Everybody loves quiet. Uh, critics don't love it. They like it. They think it's just okay. So The Conjuring 3? Yeah. Yes. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so before we get into spoilers, the conversation I want to have now is the conjuring three is the, um, it's pretty much, it's what happens when you have a director who's brand new. He's a brand new director, brand new writer, and he's taking over the series from the original direct writer and director. Now they left. Uh, you know, a little bit of spoiler right here. They left A Quiet Place 2 open for a sequel, obviously. Um, 
John Krasinski, one, right? There's going to be a part three. Yes, John Krasinski is not directing though. He is only oh. he is not writing either. He but he plotted out the story and he's giving it to somebody else. Um, do we know who that somebody was, was else? There, I, there, there is a name attached. I can't think of it. Uh, dude, he just wants to do other shit. Like okay. <laughs> that's all. The yeah, office, I mean, the movie. Um, but basically, what that says to Jim's me bad. is that like you know immediately there's going to be a dip in i i always see it as a dip in quality or we don't know what's going to happen i mean just look at the harry potter series uh jeff the, nichols but jeff I, nichols is writing but i think what's important uh to the distinction here is that the story is based off of john krasinski but i even heard from other people i've talked about this with they're like what's the point of these movies if john krasinski's not directing them you know true well, I, and I, I kind of feel I, that I, way. I, I, I do kind of feel that, that way. Now that you've gotten us that this far, I'm invested in the characters. I'm willing to to lose Krasinski at this point. Because I mean, yeah, he's not. Uh, he uh, this is not a spoiler. The end of the first movie, he dies. Um, so it's like I, you're not in it. You're not acting. You were just in it in the very beginning of this film as like a both a throwback and to be like so they they can show some shots with John Krasinski and like trailers right. and shit. You know, I think you said like I mean, I'm going to see whatever comes out next. Like I'm going to see it and I'm going to sure. see how they try to wrap yeah, it up. 100%. But I I mean, I just hate when directors are like, yeah, I did this thing, it's really successful. I came back for the sequel cuz they basically like forced me to, you know, which means like they offered you a lot of money. And then right. you got everyone like you made like obviously you made something you cared about because it's really fucking good. So mm-hmm. why not just finish it out? Just stick around and go for well, round I, three. You know, I think both the first and this movie had satisfying endings and I don't need another movie like the, the first movie. They could have ended it there and it would have been fine. I usually am pretty like anti sequel or anti cinematic universe for stuff like this. They really had a home run with the second movie. I don't need a third one. I hope the third one can. can oh yes, yeah. See, I feel exactly the opposite. I feel like we well, absolutely need a third one after that fucking end. Absolutely. I'm on. So, I'm on Nick's absolutely. side. Let's, I want to hear. Right. I want to hear Danny. So uh, that being said, uh, things are looking on, good up, for these Danny, movies. Let's move on to spoilers, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's move on yeah, to spoilers from here. For. All right. So anything goes. Spoilers. Uh. We we were talking about the ending, but let's talk about other stuff and then we'll talk about the ending. Um, okay. So, so do you want oh, to no, start with let's let's start with conjuring and then move back into quiet place? Okay. Voice. All right. Ooh. Okay. 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 That's fine. Sandwich. All right. So that compliment sandwich. Conjuring. Um, I didn't understand why we were going after a human. I thought the whole point was to beat up ghosts in these movies. And so, human. <laughs> so that's the thing that I, I actually almost kind of liked about it was the fact that the antagonist was actually a person and not just I mean, some it, random demon it that is just a happened cool... to get trapped. She called upon the demon. Yeah. Absolutely. She's the one who conjured the but demon. But she's the catalyst. Hey, it's the it's a cool exactly. twist. She's the catalyst. It's for sure a cool <laughs> twist. It's just like I was so not expecting that. I was just like, wait a minute. That's not a demon I, lady. She's a real lady, and she's using, like, magic and shit. I was like, what the and fuck? And I think that's the point. That's the point, because now we're fighting her magic, her black magic, with the magic of the Lord that Farrah, Vera 
her lap lady has. So it's basically now we're fighting good magic with bad magic. And so I kind of like that as a twist. You don't often get horror movies where, you know, especially movies like this, where you get a actual person antagonist. Do I think they did a good job? No. But I was kind of like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. That's a little bit different. I just think it's like the whole, the whole, the whole pretext and the whole concept of why this woman is who she is is dumb. Like I yeah, thought, they, I thought I, every they didn't even just, need any yeah. of that. They didn't need any of that. She could have just <laughs> been, you know, a weird, evil, exactly. wicked lady, and they could have just like you know, they, the, that's the thing. They established that evil and demons exist in this world, and you know, for no other reason than existing because they're bad. All right. Like, so you don't need to do this whole weird like thing with the priest and the. The daughter and like that Agreed. that element like that was just like shoving five pounds. I, I think that a lot you know? of that felt like too. They were trying to they wanted to trick you into thinking, oh, father, so and so, he's the bad guy. He's pulling all the strings just so they could pull the rug out under you and be like, no, it's his daughter. Like, come on, man. Like, you don't have to trick us, and it it, it, it could still be a twist ending, and you don't have to like trick. Pretty us. much, yeah, lie to us. I I so actually just to get like really specific. I think there are some well-crafted scares in this movie to some degree. Like as far as like setup and delivery goes, I wasn't like, oh shit, or I wasn't like disturbed by anything of that nature. The one scare though that is fucking sick is the murder scene where like yeah. what yep. he's seeing and then like the part where like this motherfucker grows, you know, like and he becomes that monster thing. Uh and then I think it's like you see the red door blink and then blink when he's on the ground and then the, the dude runs out at him and he stabs the shit out of him. That was excellent. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, and that was early on in the movie. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay. All right. We're doing this. I was like, this isn't going to be awful. And then it just plateaued after that. It was never any worse, That's a great but it was point. never got any better. It was just like, we're well, just going to go from point A to point B, time, and if you're having a good time, thanks. You know, The, the one other time is when they're yeah. in the funeral home, and the fat guy, the first time the fat guy yeah. shows up, I thought that was also extremely powerful because oh, I cared yes. about Lorraine, and I felt like I was in Ed's shoes. Like, get the mm -hmm. fuck out of there. We got to yeah. go. Dude, That's I the love like, the I fact think... when they started running at each other. This seems like dun, 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 you know? yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I like it's it's interesting. It's like when when you're trying to make for me personally, it's like when you're making demons and you're making these like weird otherworldly creatures, the main antagonist. Like there has to be some weird, like I need weird, creepy, like unsettling moments with them for it to be a good horror movie. With that, like this is a weird, like I don't know what's gonna happen. I need I need some like I need a bit more like body horror and like body gore and stuff True. like that like there was a lot of like you know them like creaking and cracking and you know bending backwards and whatever but like i don't yeah, know maybe those, it's just those like that boys I'm like to, to creak and crack that's for yeah. sure yeah, a little, a little tiny baby uh stephen baby. king so yeah um, I, maybe that's the thing maybe i'm i'm like too used to like the exorcist style of like demonic possession movies Speaking but like of that's which, what i want can we talk how about how they use that, like that little that reference shot to the exorcist yes. when he first shows up yeah like, i remember i was like "Ooh, we're back in the 70s i now. remember that shot happened <laughs> and i was just like i don't know if this is homage an homage or this director thinks we all forgot <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah um <laughs> and then he's like forgot what <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, I, okay. so 
Can we talk about how this series has used the same fucking scare over and over again in almost every movie? It's where they see something down the hall it, and they're like, and here, we'll, we'll do it subject A, subject B. Subject B is down the hall. Subject A says, hey, subject B. And subject B either has a jovial hello and starts running towards them or has no response and uh, uh, maliciously and creaks and cricks or no, straight up runs at them, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, the one Annabelle movie, it was like they hit. It was like you remember, it was like the the little girl across the hall, and then she ran yep. and like when she fucking hit the door, she was the crazy bitch with the knife. Uh, this movie, it was Lorraine, and she runs up to him, and then she he goes under the light, and she yep. turns in. The, yeah, except I liked everybody. Yeah, okay. Uh, so we, <laughs> we all knew where that yeah. was going. And then uh, what was the? They, there's another one where they do it. Uh, th- that scare happens. In every single one of these movies, and I am fucking tired of seeing it. I I don't mind that it like there's repetitive type scares. What what I like about it is, and maybe I'm wrong here. It didn't feel like it leaned too heavily into CGI stuff. It was a lot of it was super practical, and I like that in a, like a quaint horror movie. It's like it was all Especially achieved like a with just camera tricks, like a period piece kind of movie yep. too. Yeah, exactly. Every everything except when uh, Lorraine was hanging off the cliff that looked that looked like shit. That looked pretty brutal. However, in terms of the horror effects, yeah, no, it was all pretty practical. Yo, I don't like how they gave Ed a heart condition to build tension, and because I'm sitting there like fucking really, like <laughs> I'm wondering, did Ed actually in real life have a heart? Yeah, condition? Yeah, I believe he did. I believe he did. I believe he did. I mean, if you see him in real life, he was look a big at him. Guy. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I believe he yeah, did. Look I don't. At him. He had I don't. A heart problem. I don't think he was, he was a Tom, in a, yeah. you know, either a Tom Naparano or a Tom ha- Haberstro. Like he was one of. <laughs> he was one of those. That's that's company. what he looked like. Yeah, he looked like one of the Toms. But but yeah, I mean, like the the thing is that it didn't it didn't enable him. Or um, it didn't like hold him back Disabled. as much as dis. It did not disable him. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna put that in there and be like, you know, oh he's got this and he forgot his pills and all of that. Like it, there was no tension around that right. other than like him. It was just for the reveal. One breath on the tree. <laughs> it like, was just so Lorraine could be like, don't worry, I thought about you. I brought I your. I got pill. you, babe. Babe. It would have been funny if instead of uh, opening her locket, she opened up one of those like Monday through Friday pill things. <laughs> and was just like, I got your actually, you know orange. what? I picked up my prescription today, and I want to talk about that. Do Hollywood producers not know how pills subject. are taken? You don't without water take a pill, and then immediately it works. Well, nitro, nitroglycerin, glycerin does that when you do like sublingually like that. Or that's it go, when it goes under the tongue, that's like yeah. act. That's like quick release. I think that was that was the point. Oh, okay. I, I thought he stuck it up his butt. <laughs> yeah, I thought he did it rectally. Now that yeah. would be a scene they should include. <laughs> Imagine she opens up. Lorraine's the like bend over. Bend over. <laughs> the spread those, spread those hairy, fat cane holding ass cheeks. <laughs> Yo, I like the point. I like the part where he used the fucking cross and was trying to hurt that demon, and really it was Lorraine. You know what he went crazy like yeah, he was the yeah, other person they so, cursed. So do you not? Do you like or do you not like the the old switcheroo? What do you mean? Yeah, because you you said you hate you didn't like that they keep reusing the hallway 
yeah. the subject A, subject B thing, but that's exactly what that is. I mean, it's it kind of is and it isn't. Because, like, I feel like in that instance, it was more like it turned into, like, this weird action scene where Ed was, like, fighting a ghost. And he started using the uh, the cross. And then was the he going to stab it? How was he going to kill it? He had a knife, technically. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then he snapped out of it. But we don't see it. that it's a knife. We thought that that was the... That we thought that was the um, what do you call it? Her rosary. Yeah. I thought that's the totem... That's what he saw it as. I thought the totem reveal was really kind of lame when they were like, when did we get flowers? And there was just yeah. one set of flowers and they were dead as shit. And I was just like, but like, why? Like, are they fake flowers or would this person only buy cheap flowers that would die quicker? No, I think it was the, the, no, it was the, the actual totem, totem that killed, killed the flowers. The flowers. Oh, yeah. okay. It's evil yeah. energy. Right, yeah, no, right. That's why they were like, they were good when they just got here. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, but. I feel like Ed's, temper tantrum when he's trying to find the totem remind me of that uh dane cook bit when you have an argument with your spouse and you're just like trying to find them in the house afterwards and he's like tearing apart the whole place and he's like where are you where is he's like dad is a pantry like you know what i mean (laughs) like he's just tearing everything up and then you know they see the flowers um but okay yeah i think doing i didn't get that he was looking for the totem well, I had that? no idea. I had no idea what I, I, I think was he looking for. Said, I think he said that he said it was Maybe. in the house or something like that. He was I all like, like here. He said she's been in the house, yeah. but I was like, okay, well, is he like looking for a gun? Like, what did we really piss him to, off? And he's just I mean, going for it, like Mike. I'm a I'm, killer. I I'm gonna say I feel like they set it up enough, like with the they first two, yeah. the first two people who were cursed, where it was like, oh, there's this whatever the fuck that thing is, like the deer skull. They yeah. each had one, so I was I was right on board. The thing that I thought was kind of like lame was all the stuff in the prison hospital. Like I felt I thought oh, yeah. all of that really dragged and could have been a lot snappier. That's one of the notes I had for it. I said the storylines, while they are like one affects the other, they just were not blended well enough that it just seemed very split, and it was almost kind of like at at this point you're not even worried about. Arn or Arnie anymore. Like, yeah. it's like now that now True. that it's gonna be you I know, mean, Ed. I knew that guy was but... doing time the entire movie. I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah. I was like, this it's is like all for not the death penalty. That's my, my 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 favorite part was when after you know Artie is like floating in the air and everything, and then everything's going on with the, the witch, and then they eventually, you know, kill the witch, and then Artie is fine. I kept thinking the whole time, like that priest really thought he did something yeah, right there. I was thinking like, that, that too. priest I was really for thought him to be that like he all proud of himself. <laughs> just like that's right. Power just, of God, bitches. My, my I just think it's kind of like, funny how, how like all of that happens, right? Like all of that yeah. shit happens, and no one like told the judge for the judge to be like, Hey, can we reconsider like watching the entire thing? Guards on the other side, just like this. Trying to get it. I was like, none of them came to the trial and were like, that bitch is possessed. He didn't do anything. I saw him float. Do not put him in my jail. And (laughs) I don't. Okay. So, you know, these movies are all about like the exploits of Ed and Lorraine Warren, pretty much like just blow like totally exaggerated. Right. What I, uh, what I will say is this, though, is that this, um, what was I going to say? God damn it. I fucking go, go on, go on. I lost it. I lost it. Go on. Pat without drink me. it again. <laughs> I wrote it down. We're all getting older. Yeah. All right. Do we want to, 
it was it overall like there also was, wasn't like a ton to spoil like the you're getting the same all, shit that you oh, got in every that's other what it was the movies are about the exploits of ed lorraine <laughs> yeah they're about the exploits of ed lorraine warren but they frame it like their ex their that their case that they built only got him five years. No, not what happened. He was actually sentenced to 20 years and he only served five for good behavior. Uh, okay. Uh, for manslaughter. Yeah. For manslaughter. I will say the one of the best moments in the whole movie for me was when Ed and Lorraine were like, you come to our house for dinner and we'll show you what we got and then you'll see. And then they, like it immediately cuts to her in court being like, yeah, he, he's possessed. <laughs> and her, that was her like, face was so good in that. Her face was like, yep. uh, yeah, no, no, don't demonic possession. <laughs> that was that was in, like some of the best editing, like that quick yeah. editing. I that, will it, say like, Edgar actually, Wright did it. before we move back over to A Quiet Place, I did like how they kind of expanded on the demonology in this. I like how they specified how these demons were being used for curses um, as opposed to like a demon ho- like being a host to something. I right. really loved how um, in the, the opening sequence they had an exorcism just kind of like happening uh, mm-hmm. to an eight-year-old boy and yep. it jumped over, you know what I mean, and it went to somebody else. That was... Uh, that that was all brand new stuff that they did in this universe, and that's the stuff I like. I don't know how much longer they're going to be able to continue to do that, though. You know what I mean? Is there supposed to be more uh, Conjuring? Like, are these actors locked in for more movies? Do we know? I would not be surprised. Let's put it like that. Um, I think it also depends on if James Wan comes back because— I feel like if I was Patrick Wilson, I'd be ready to move on. Also, he's old now. Like— so is like, Ed Warren. <laughs> no, I know, but I, but what but what I'm saying is like if you look at them in the first movie, I, well, I mean, I guess you could do it that way. It's like just do later cases by the Warrens. Yeah, and logically makes sense that they physically to, look older. It, it doesn't have to even fit perfectly into the real timeline. I think it doesn't. You could need... fit it into what, it, but I mean, as an actor, like either of them, like Ed or Lorraine, the it, actors, yeah. I feel like I'd be so ready to move it on. Doesn't to, need, to something else. It doesn't even need to be. Um, Excuse me. It doesn't even need to be based on a case. Just do something else and use Ed and Lorraine. There you go. And True. yeah. And True. um it is probably like a nice safe paycheck though every couple oh, of years check dude, in with I, the Dude, I I also believe it depends Absolutely. on if James Wan comes back cuz the reason James yep. Wan didn't do this one is he's his new horror franchise debuts in theaters and the uh, trench. and HBO Max in September. Yeah, The Trench. And he's and he's directing the Aquaman films now too, which Patrick Wilson is in that shit too. So like like I said, it go. totally depends on James Wan. Are there, James Wan. Are there more of those? Are there going to be more Aquaman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Aquaman. There's uh, some Aquaman. You know, there's I, multiple Aquaman. I, I feel Aquaman? like they're trying to wait and see what happens with um, what's her face? Shazam. Uh no. Uh d- d- <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's the one. Pretty lady. Yeah, that probably makes sense. Yeah, Pretty I feel like they're gonna the... they're gonna wait on that one and see what yeah, happens. They're really pinning the whole franchise on Amber. <laughs> well hey, listen, I earlier see you know what'd be great? They just write that character out and then they have like Aquaman and then fucking Johnny Depp sails by as Captain Jack Sparrow. I'd love <laughs> to see that the franchise turn that way. That would be really funny. I uh I heard a rumor earlier in the year. It's already been debunked, but they said that Amelia Clark was going to replace her for the for Aquaman. 
I was like, well, it's, you know what? Honestly, it's pretty interchangeable. Yeah, really. Like, That's it's interchangeable. Like, it's not like that character is so amazing that it's like it needs to be her. You know what I mean? She's yeah. no Terrence Howard. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Terrence Howard, let's talk about the ending of A Quiet Place Part 2. Listen, if you like The Conjuring movies, watch The Conjuring 3. If you don't, watch The Conjuring 1 and 2. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, so a quiet place part two. Let's talk spoilers. Um, shoes or no shoes? What are we doing these days, guys? How come she's got no well, shoes and he's got shoes? Okay. How he's come everybody's everybody's feet or legs got injured in this movie? Well, here, Pat. I think it's I think it's a big thing. I think it's their family, their main family, does not wear shoes, and I think it comes from John Krasinski's character being super overly cautious and him setting up things in this very insular family driven wor world kind of like that's what it is it's kind of like this is the rules that we live by this is what it is and that's why the other dude who doesn't wear shoes like there's a lot of shots with the feet with the things like that well, so it's kind of breaking that i actually kind of thought of it and in the sense of like died i also yeah. think of it in the sense of like they don't have shoes because like how are these motherfuckers supposed to get shoes for all these growing kids now, if 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 she if she can walk in, you know what I'm she can saying? Get, like you know, if, you know how expensive pharmacy, six like, pairs of Air Jordans are, Burke, in the apocalypse. Okay, uh, zero dollars. Yeah, zero dollars is go right. to Dicks. <laughs> I I think it has to do with house. Yeah, I I I really think it has to do with it. Just sets up like. It would have it would have to me if like she put on shoes at the end of the movie or something like that would have been more metaphorical or some kind of thing. But I think it definitely has to do with like, you know, this is their family. This is I the feel world. like it's, it's a general care. oversight. I feel like it's just like, yeah, I don't wear shoes. Like they did. That's what they did on the day. There's Listen, so, there's so much focus no, it's on purposeful. it. Like, it's yeah. Purposeful. Why is there, there there's a lot also, of focus on their feet? Because, because you can, you can choose to like step super softly. And it was a thing in the first one where she steps on the nail um, like going downstairs, so it's like it plays into the universe. Well, and like no, their I was talking. The little girl doesn't have shoes on the whole movie. No one has Emmett, any. any no, of the fam yeah. yeah, they don't None have shoes. Them. But Emmett has shoes on the whole movie. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. And, and because his Johnny is dead. influence. Yeah, yeah. Like it, John it, 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 did all these things that made it so. Like we're not going to wear shoes. We have these sand trails because sand is required to walk on than right. gravel. Like those kind of elements of it. Um, I feel like they didn't sacrifice any of the rules of the first one to make any bigger scares. I feel like it mm -hmm. was like, all right, the same level of protection as far as making noise goes. Uh, I love the idea that they can't swim. And so like island nations are pretty much like what thrives now. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I like these, all the ideas I feel like they introduced in this movie were like, and that, just that also, perfect. It didn't, it didn't feel like, you know, a deus ex machina kind of thing either. Right. I love like, the I way they explain it, it. The boat floated over. Like, yeah. I mean, these people have been living happily. All of a sudden, one of them is stuck on a boat and it just finds its way over to the island. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, now these people got to deal with it. it I was, will you know, say it was a natural way to introduce these people to that island or these creatures right. to that. I, island. I, I realize it's visual storytelling, but it's also kind of telegraphing just a little bit where the one fell into the water and started drowning 
and the other one was on the boat, and as it's floating out to where it can't jump off, it starts freaking out, and I was just like, oh, they can't swim. That's why there's people. I was like, oh, okay. And then I was as it's floating out on the boat, I was like, that's going to show up later. I go, that's Chekhov's oh, yeah. gun. That's it right there. That's You just saw it. Well, there was, a lo- there was a lot of things in the movie that were Chekhov's guns, and it's like after watching what what – what movie did we watch last time where there was like Army of the nothing Dead. paid off? Army, of the, Army of the Dead where nothing paid off. It was nice to see a movie where it's like they set something up and then they knocked it down. And it happened and I'm happy about it. Lining them up. Good. Mm-hmm. Knocking them down. I will say to go back, kind of backtracking back to the beginning of the film, the son's uh, acting when he gets bear trapped. Was Ooh. So Dude, I oh. felt that cringe. His yes. Cringe. That hurt. Incredible, and, the, and the especially fact, where yeah. uh, Emily yeah. Blunt is just like like obviously she knows her son is in pain, but she has to like throttle that like I have to be nurturing, but like dude, shut the hell up! You're gonna bring the goddamn monster that's, here. That's, so, that's like I, I know it hurts. Mm-hmm. It was so yeah, it was so I, sympathetic, and you really really felt. Cause she's 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 like well that's the thing too. Also, I feel it's a throwback from when she put the nail through her foot in the first movie. That it's like you know she like and then her giving birth to a goddamn baby. But mm-hmm. so it's like she. It's so interesting. It's really really cool that I think they did a lot of like tying threads. They had this here. They had that there. It was like a lot of callbacks and a lot of things and character development. In a way that it wasn't just like remember we did this in the first movie. I'm gonna do it again because it got big. You know. Talk the about most well-written exposition I have ever seen. We lost Danny, by the way. Are you there, Danny? 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 No, I think He's we, kind I of think there. we He's lost. In and out. Yeah, I think oh. we lost him. Um, so I'm the, here. The best. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't have it. Please don't leave. Please me. don't leave me. <laughs> the most well-written exposition of the entire movie uh is when the one guy on the island tells the story of the boats uh yeah. when he says we were, hand, we were handed a little bit of like you know when he says like you know there was uh once found people found out they couldn't swim we uh uh, what's it called? They they started National Guard, like, like started li- pulling we in the boats. We lined up like twelve. Boats. Yeah, he's like, yeah. and there was twelve boats set to launch that day, and only two of them made it out. I was like, damn, I would love to see if that's how they start the next movie. That would be wonderful. Is seeing that scene because that's, I feel that's like a good point. I feel like the the prequel stuff that happens in this movie is. That's awesome. I was like, yes, the carnage of the first day. Let's yeah. see it. Like I always I always feel like the first the you know, the day of the outbreak or the day of the invasion or the whatever, right? In these types of movies, yeah. I always feel like your movie can live and die almost by um that sequence. How and this one up, yeah. did not disappoint at all. I was like, this is fucking mm-hmm. good. Um, oh yeah. Just just to to I don't want to make this whole big deal, but uh, I, do you say it? Actually, say his name, Digimon, or the who guy is? the guy who was talking about the boats. Oh, I don't know his name. I don't know his name, but all right. So his no. his, his I just know he's in a lot. D, 
D-J-I-M-O-N. So I call him Digimon. Uh, <laughs> so he originally was supposed to be, that character was supposed to be cast by Brian Tyree Henry, who is from uh, Atlanta, and he's going to be in The Eternals. He was also in Godzilla. Like, yeah, yeah so, Godzilla exactly. Too. So I feel like that actor would have been so much better for the role, because when I saw Digimon Hansu, I was like, what are you doing here in this universe? I was so taken aback by him, just the actor himself, um, where I feel like Brian Ty Henry uh, has like more of just like an everyman quality to him. But uh, like it was just like so exhilarating to watch like I... to watch him there. What's up there, Danny? You good? <laughs> I, I I I didn't mean I didn't mean to raise my hand. Am I still out? Am I am I am I here? I don't you're, know. You're, you're kind you're, of here. You're in and out is the best way to put it. <laughs> I actually I actually like right. I liked the gravitas that he brought to that element okay. of it. Um, and I also like because I feel if you you put like not that the other dude's goofy, but he's a little bit goofy. Uh, he's more of an everyman. But I kind of liked like that you got the exposition from him talking about like a cataclysmic event of only a sixth of the boats ended up coming through. Like, I, I felt it was good. You get like he's wearing like a nice knit sweater. You get like an old man in the sea kind of vibe out of it. Like, and everybody's just on that island. Like, like my just my relationship with the with that actor rather than so him being in there kind of took me out of it. Whereas a lot of the actors, other actors, didn't. Um. He he gotcha. just has this like quality of like a a, a wise older leader. Like he just yeah. has like he just has this like like Burke said it. He just ha he has gravitas. Like he, he was perfectly cast <sighs> for that role. All right. So overall, Quiet Place Part Two is awesome, and everybody should check it out. As a matter like and specifically in theaters because it's meant to be seen in a theater or to be seen on a sick. Like surrounds down. Unfortunately, it's going to Paramount Plus, you know, and who the fuck has that? <laughs> I, I have can Paramount I, Plus. Do you can really? I, Why I, do you always have all really? the weird streaming services? Uh, I, uh, Alexis watches uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, and that's where you can watch it. Ah, uh, you uh, Nick, you're going to have to slide it. Can I say one final point on the Quiet Place? Well, I was just going to say that um, for A Quiet Place Part 2, uh, the one thing that I think we need to talk about before that is the fucking body. Like, like every, you have so much empathy for this character, Emmett, yet he has the corpse of his recently deceased wife. Oh. Because he's fucked up in the head. It clearly messed him up. He failed, and he constantly says, or whatever, you know, I feel like I could have done more. Like, that's the whole drive why he goes out to save the daughter. Well, not only that, I, I what what I thought was the most profound thing of all was when they hear over the radio broadcast the like beyond the sea, and he always just wrote it off. Whereas this family figured it out. It's like he's dealing with this. Had I only just took a a second to think about it, I could have saved my wife, but I didn't. I just wrote it off. Figured it out. Yep. The so like he's dealing with this figured regret. out what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the body was fucked up though. But go on, Burke, and then we'll, we'll move on. So I, I think, I think the very end of the film was a super cool kind of concept and super cool, like you know, um, throwback to the first one. Where in the very beginning of the, in the end of the first film, you have Emily Blunt's character shoot the thing and kill it, and this one ends with both of the children killing the monsters. So it's like 
now it's kind of like I, I took it at least as like a metaphor for things are changing and things are going to get better because now it's not about survival. Now they're on the offense and they know what to do. And you're also having the children like the future generation do it. So also the I'm radio wave concept see. is amazing. Yeah. I was like, how, yeah. and, and you know, like I, this is like I said, Captain America shield logic. Um, I'm well, not. You know, a, they, they already did this in Mars Attacks. <laughs> That's I, true. I'm not. <laughs> I, very and true. what a film. And what a film it was. <laughs> and I'm not upset by the fact that it's like you're really telling me the United States military didn't figure out this before anything else you know what i mean yeah, it's not it's not it's not that like i can't allow it to be that because then it null and voids the whole thing and there's just too many strong elements here you know what i mean mm-hmm. and uh but i do like where they're going and i want to see a part three i just wish it was going to be krasinski see that's the thing yeah. i don't like from that ending i don't need a part three yeah and i already I, know I, where like, things well, are going my my feeling is with the part three, I feel like it was set up not so much with the ending. It was set up in the beginning why we would want a part three, because all of a sudden you see this big meteorite come down. And that's really that's your jumping off point for a part three is now all of a sudden we've got to learn a little bit more about what. You know, I think the next one, if we learn a little bit more, it'll come from, you know, some military guy will be like, they came but, from space. Yeah, and who the fuck fucking cares if I already more? know what's going to happen? I want but, like, to see it. Value to I want to see it. It doesn't think, add anything. You have, you have the movie ending on a uplifting, things are changing, future generation note. You know where it's going to go. I hope the third one is better than these first two. Just so I could watch you eat your words in two years, dude. I would love, <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly, love to eat my mm-hmm. words if I get to get. Danny and I will go again, or better. except next time we won't We're... go with John because he wouldn't shut the fuck up the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shout out, John. Yeah, shout out to Did John Mahano, fucking talking the whole movie, and I finally was just like, John, shut the fuck up, and he just goes <laughs> out loud where people could hear. He just goes. Fuck you, bitch. Like that. I out loud <laughs> in the movie. I'm like, do you know where we are? It's like, I don't give a fuck. But you got to admit, that's the, the most John response. You it can is. It was get. the most John response. I don't know what else I was expecting, if I'm honest. But um, so all that being said, uh, Quiet Place 2, we all recommend it. 10 out of 10. Awesome. Despite, despite no Ben Affleck dick, I think it gets five stars. I think it's perfect. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, high, it's no Conjuring praise. 3, but. <laughs> is anything nick is anything? okay let's do this all right let's see it okay oh, no. i already don't like oh, the way this looks yeah. i already this is by by your choice you guys voted for this we we did we we picked we picked this. I'm fully of what, aware what options you gave of us, Nick? what's going on here. Crazy, shocking, or stupid vehicular stuff. Let's and we see. Love vehicular, stupid right? vehicular stuff. Here we go. Let's do it. Is there any sound? Oh, is there any sound on this? I'm not, I'm, oh, I don't smack remember. that car. Yo, give this guy. Someone better draft him in the NFL. Oh, the shirt. Oh, the shirt comes off. Oh, he's that one was rock. holding him back. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> oh no. Oh you no. You better go. You better get him this time. 
He threw a rock at your car, bro. You better get his ass. I'm Yo. convinced if he jumped, he could clear that car. Wait, Note like... that the back windshield is missing the entire time. <laughs> oh, well, because I think he hit it with a rock. This is, so this is this is this this dude who's in the street, like, juking an Audi. <laughs> yeah, for anyone listening, I, I don't know what type of Audi that is, but it's a hatchback. All right, so let's go. A hatchback Audi. But, so so oh, see, it, it, it just starts car. No, because somebody else drives it, like, moves it forward. You guys realize this is attempted murder, right? Trying to hit someone with a vehicle is attempted murder? Yeah. Yeah. I love that he pops his shirt off before he, like, picks up the rock, pops his shirt off, throws the rock. He's like, I like I how he popped his shirt off to, to fight a car. You know? Like, it, I don't think it makes a difference. <laughs> it was holding him back. Like, I don't think it makes a difference. Into the woods, he goes. Dude, I get it. I, I completely get it. It's just like, yeah, the shirt's holding where's, him back. Where's the one? The there's one where they really where she really goes for him. No, it's not this one. Hold on. I think no, it's I like think the it second term. Uh, let's see. So yeah, this this car cool. is just swerving, trying to hit this dude. Why wouldn't this guy just get out and fight him? Yeah, yeah, that that's a great point. I, well, I mean, why, he's doing pretty well against a car. So like well, you know he probably would destroy another human. Like look at this. The guy he ran... is clearly. Oh, that was a close one. That right there. The that's guy, the he's, he's, one. But the guy he's is clearly doing this like a like a matador. Like you don't have Like he's clearly very focus, nimble. You could just focus on staying behind the car. Yeah, this is this is Parisi speed school conditioning right here. Yeah, that's for a sure. good point. Like you could just like stay close to the rear of the vehicle and be pretty safe. Unless he puts yeah. it in reverse. But, like, here, watch. This point right now, it's like, I'm going to run directly at the car. Yeah. Look at him. Yep. Ooh, close that call. was fucking close. That is. Let's get a... That, don't, that almost clipped his hammy. Oh, yeah. Let's see. <laughs> clipped his hammy. <laughs> oh, here it is. Hold on. Right there. Oh, that's close. Yep. That is oh, close. There it is. There it is. Oh, it, it gets closer. It gets closer. Ooh. Oh, look at that. Look at that. That's about that six ass. inches oh. right there. Man. Well, thank God it wasn't anything this week that, like, someone get mutilated or something. I needed a fucking break. <laughs> I needed this to end on an easy note. Yeah, I needed this to end on a good note for all of us. So, yeah. So, yeah, boys, next week. Uh, next week, next week, I think, might be the final show in the, in in this environment, you know? In this oh. digital age. In this digital Skype. age. So, uh, I guess right before we end, uh, is there anything that you guys are going to miss about being remote? I, I I will miss being able to be like, show's done. Discord. What are we playing, boys? <laughs> yeah. Not having to involve yeah, I'll, my I'll, car I'll, in I'll the podcast. To go and sit on my, <laughs> I'll miss just being able to go and sit on my couch right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do have that a, now, though, nice Danny. Whiskey and <laughs> exactly, I can drink during the show in this environment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good yeah. point. But I what mean, about you, Pat? I mean, I just can't wait to finally see the new space come to life. Uh, after finishing the walls this weekend, I really got excited. I was just like, "Oh shit, it's really happening!" Yo, can we get a fat head of the logo? A fat oh, head. a fat head you're of the logo. Fat head. <laughs> Actually, can we get a fat head of one of the Pat pictures you pulled up during the show? <laughs> Those are fat head pictures. Those are fat heads. I oh, want fat, okay. fat heads. I didn't fat, realize fat we were being fucking hurtful tonight. 
Uh, anyway, so um, Snapchat filter. I'm so sorry. Comedy. I can't wait to get rid of these fucking other drops. Thank God. Get some new. Get some more. I was thinking of adding us uh, somebody else to the board today. I can't remember who it was. Some oh developers. Developers was another one. But anyway. The technology. Are you? Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Nerd Shit Live. Once again, I am your host, Pat Apparano. Uh, with me, as always, my co-host Dan Kilkenny, uh, Nick ha- Nick McFly, and uh, Mike Burke. One last show remote uh, next week. What are we doing, boys? Oh wait, we have an open night. Oh, okay, we'll figure it Ooh. out. So you'll you'll see. You'll stay see. tuned on them. Stay tuned. To figure out what we're doing. Doing some fun shit. So uh, we'll see you around.